Welcome to the e-commerce lab by Ecomsi. This is the place for everything related to Amazon private label and e-commerce. Learn exactly what you need to start or scale your business. Get insights from the top industry experts who will discuss the latest trends and best practices in the world of Amazon. From choosing products and sourcing from a supplier to setting up your Amazon account and marketing your business, you will hear it here. Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano. Welcome to another episode of the Commerce Lab by Comsi, the place of everything related to Amazon FBA and e-commerce. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, founder and CEO of Ecomsi, and today we bring you another special guest. Her name is Emma, and she's the head of marketing at 8Fig, where actually they help you with everything that has to do with continuous capital to basically scale your Amazon and e-commerce business. So I think because they have such so much experience when it comes to basically working with e-commerce businesses and they have seen everything that's happening in the back end. I think today's topic is going to be very interesting to bring you guys into the conversation, which is basically how to plan ahead when it comes to the e-commerce and supply chain in, in basically what is happening globally with inflation, possible recession coming up. So it's going to be a very interesting topic to be touching today. However, before we jump into that, Emma, I would like you to give you a couple of minutes just to welcome you to the show. It's a pleasure to have you here and just to, Thank yeah, you. just learn more about you. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing amazing. I mean, it's great to have you here. I've been following your work, guys, at Airfree for a while now. And I think it's going to be awesome to just uh, learn more about you and, and the company itself and then to also get a bit of basically the experience that you guys have in the e-commerce space so we can give some some value to our audience today yeah sounds great <laughs> yeah so let's get started tell me more about you so how you got started into edfig and then if you can also tell us about edfig as a company basically how you guys help e-commerce businesses yeah yeah so i mean i actually started at edfig just a few months ago um but yeah, but it's it's been fantastic. Like I I was definitely drawn to um, kind of the the creativity, the fast pacedness of the organization, as well as yeah. um, you know working so closely with sellers. Like I think it's I think it's really cool to because I come from more of like an enterprise like B two B background, um, and you're just selling a enterprise, you know, you're still selling to people, but you're selling to like 40 different people. And that's right. You know, the, the end of the day, it's like, it, they, they don't really, that's not really impacting their personal lives. And so like at, at AFIG, it's, it's really cool to be able to fund kind of people's dreams. Like, you know, they've given up a lot to, to, to start their stores. And um, yeah, for a lot of them, it's kind of the American dream or to be financially independent and not have to work for the man. And, I think that's great. And I think yeah. to like be at a company that is is letting people actually live out that dream and not kind of get themselves tangled in, you know, a financial yeah. burden um, is, is awesome. So yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I totally agree. I mean, I think in the Amazon business, one of the biggest issue is usually cash flow. I mean, sometimes mm. you have the strategy, you know what you need to do. You basically have everything under control in terms of the strategy side of things, but you're lacking in cash, right? And and that's where you guys can definitely support those entrepreneurs 
and founders to reach that next level, which without the cash, realistically, <laughs> you're not going to get there, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, uh, yeah, the sellers that we work with, they they have a plan, like they know what they need to do. And they're, yeah, they just kind of hit where as far as they can go, as far as like, they're willing to stretch their money. Um, at yes. this point, they've usually like, upfronted money or got money like sourced from their family and friends to fund that inventory. And now they've seen the success. So that's, you know, not a fun position to be in where you're kind of choosing between going in debt or shutting down your company. Um, so, so at eight fig, that's, you know, that's really where we kind of jump in is, you know, see these sellers that have that initial traction. Um, you know, they, they have a product that people want and they just need, they need to fund the inventory and they also need to kind of think ahead because usually they are, you know, not quite at the beginning of their journeys, but still like fairly early on. And so they haven't really kind of thought about the scale in which they need to work, the amount of inventory they need to get, the different batches, like when that comes and how to, how to optimize it for cash flow because, you know, there's a lot of ways to do it wrong. Um, yeah, and so that's sure. that's kind of where our you know, funding and planning platform comes in is we have our sellers um, work with our planning tool, really think out, you know, what are the batches they need? What's the inventory? Like, when do they need it? The deposit, the freight costs, the logistics, the marketing costs, all of that, really sitting down and, and building that out and then working with our team to make sure that is the optimal way of going about it, the optimal way of getting that cash flow that you need. And, you know, and then when you're approved for that funding, you get the cash that you need when you need it according to your plan. But the best part is that like all plans change. And so we really build that into our model is that we want you to change your plan. Like we want you to come to us and say like, you know, oh, we're anticipating this to be late or we need to move this and that. And we accommodate all those changes. Like there's no fees or anything like that. So we really want to be supply chain friendly. Um, E-commerce is where we really focus. Um, Like that's where the world our founders came from. Um, So we definitely understand that you can create a plan. The plan will change, but that's, you know, that's not a bad thing like that. That's just yes. the reality we live in. Yeah. hundred percent. And I love something that you keep mentioning planning, planning. And, and I think that's super important because I, I, I feel like most um, basically funding solutions out there, they just give you the money and that's it. Then you're on your own and you need to figure out what to do with the money. But I think something that makes you different in the space is that, as you mentioned, you have a team that help you basically figuring out your supply chain things, your advertising, and basically the high level strategy of the brand which is actually what is going to allow me now to jump into today's topic, which is basically planning around the inflation, right? Everything that's happening economically. And I bet that already your team is having this conversation with all your clients because that's something that if you don't take into consideration uh, within your calculus, I mean, it's very easy to go into negative, right? Mm. So I would like to hear your take here. Um, and what are some of the the, the things you're currently doing at EdFig when it comes to planning for inflation? that you could give for advice for audience today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, one thing, which is, I think a lot of these points just seem, I mean, they seem pretty straightforward, but they're just like, they're true, you know? So yeah. it's like already right now. So it's July or I don't know when this will go live, but it's, it's summer, mid late summer. So you should already yeah. be anticipating, okay, black Friday, like the holiday sales, you should already be on that in terms of those shipments. Like just, 
just expect the worst in time in terms of like the timing when that inventory will come build that extra time into your plan um so you know i mean before i guess before the pandemic like i don't even that that amount of time doesn't even seem relevant to us anymore yeah. you know, maybe it was six weeks now it's like three to five months to get what you need and plus there will always be delays so you know definitely I wouldn't say like work off of kind of estimated time deliveries, definitely build some cushion into that. Um, and another thing in terms of, you know, the inflation or recession is that, you know, you can still grow, but really just double down on what works. Like you probably have a hero product. Um, maybe you have a few other things you're excited to launch and experiment with. Now is probably not the time to do that. Um, so maybe shift those funds into getting more inventory for the thing that has worked. Also kind of doing a full audit of your supply chain and looking at, you know, maybe, you know, maybe these aren't the most optimized costs, like getting yeah. some quotes from multiple suppliers, like seeing where kind of the weaknesses are in that chain. You can really tighten that up. And then once you've tightened it up for one product, it's so much easier to continue to scale. Um, so, yeah. So really just kind of, uh, yeah. Yeah, optimizing, yeah, agree doubling you, down. Yeah. yeah the one I, oh, yeah. yeah no, sorry. go ahead. <laughs> you are saying yeah oh no i was like the one thing that um i mean there's there's always going to be kind of opposing mm -hmm. uh, thoughts on the matter of like what to do in a recession mm, yeah, but sure, i would say like sure. the one thing that you could experiment more with um is that you're advertising um because mm, a lot of yeah. people are scaling back in terms of marketing mm -hmm. so you know maybe don't like i don't know like you can go bolder now. Like if you you have a bigger chance of that making an impact because people are scaling back. Um, so I wouldn't say necessarily if you don't really have a plan there, like go and do it. But if that was something that you were kind of experimenting with before, that is an area where you can actually reap the benefits versus maybe um, less so with kind of the, the product side of it. Yes. Yeah. And I, I think it, just to start touching some of the points you brought today, which all of them are amazing, by the way, I think it's the supply chain of things. I think a lot of people, when they start selling on Amazon, they start working with a, one supplier. Years go by, but they don't start researching options, right? Hmm. They just get in the mentality that this is the only person that can do my product and they just get stuck in the same basically circle of paying maybe the same fees, even higher fees compared to a supplier, they don't explore new materials, new locations. So uh, I'm very interested to know at Edfig how it, how's that par part of the plan. So let's say a new seller coming to play. Is that something you guys take very seriously in terms of seeing what is the current suppliers and try to replace it if needed to go down in costs and things like that? So how usually that works? Yeah. Yeah, that's a great question. So currently, we don't have that kind of built out in our platform, but that is something that we are doing research into right now and kind of working yeah. with our partners to see, because we do want to help optimize that whole supply chain. Right now, we're very mm -hmm. focused on, you know, the funding part and then giving the tools for our sellers to, to yeah. do it themselves. But we want to be, we want to be able to kind of offer those recommendations and have um, more kind of things in house that are a good option for sellers. Yes. But yeah, right now it's more of like we have experts and we can give you um, opinions. But Is, in terms yeah, of like that, I mean, that's product, amazing. Not yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's better than nothing, 100%. I mean, I think just the fact that you can get some opinion and feedback. 
I think that opens the eyes for the Amazon search because I have met so many of them that they just get uh, close-minded about using the same supplier over mm. and over again. And at the end of the day, if you can reduce your cost, you made some of the, uh, it's the easiest way to make profit, right? You're lowering your cost and, and then that's going to be reflected down the line, right? Great. So yeah, actually, you also mentioned something which is actually also attached to the supply chain side of things which is actually the logistics in terms of planning, right? So you are mentioning that now you usually plan three months in, a, in advance. And I bet that also has to do with avoiding going out of stock and make sure you have more inventory in hand. And basically that's gonna give you more flexibility when it comes to um, basically uh, start implementing strategies in the advertisement side of things as well. So just to summarize the question overall is that I bet that right now in, in Edfig you have a lot of clients that they're using your a capital solutions to basically start funding mainly inventory to prepare for that right and how usually that works in essence how how they're able to to fund their use that to basically yes that's correct so usually is that is that built based on the historical data in terms of a how their sales are doing or you guys yeah. are okay? Yeah, yeah, great question. So yeah, we do have, we actually did just release um, a new tool, our sales mm -hmm. analytics dashboard as well. So, and this is for not just clients, like anyone can um, can like sign up on the platform and use it. And so you can connect, connect your store. And then we do have algorithms taking kind of a look at your data and gives you um, a sales forecast just based off of the past data. Um, so when we're giving funding, it's kind of a similar thing where we're, um, you know, looking at your sales data as well as like we, you know, we look at, you know, what the product is, what the market for that product's like. like there's a lot of different variables. Um, so and that determines kind of um, you determine what you're asking for and we kind of validate that. We're not necessarily telling you like the exact amount that, you know, a lot of people come to us and be like, what do you what do I qualify mm -hmm. for? And it's more of like, yeah. well, what do you need? You know, what yeah. is the need? And, you know, what? what do you think is possible? And then we kind of validate like, you know, like, oh, I that, see. that hundred percent, like that can totally work. And okay. you can ask, you know, maybe if you were, if you were just asking us point blank, like, I don't think we'd be able to just give a number. It's fully based off of kind of what you have in mind, what your plan is, what you think you can do. And then, you know, we're, we're just there to validate it really. Um, okay. so, and that's kind of how it works. And that's why you have, you, we have the planning tool where you fill out and kind of say where you want to be and, yeah, and exactly. you know, not everything, you, you know, not everything is going to be realistic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least something point. close. Yeah. yeah. But, um, but yeah, a hundred percent. So it's, that's great. Yeah. Okay. And, and I bet I was, so you get this question a lot and, and this comes from concern sometimes from the clients that they may say, okay. I really want to get this funding into my business. I really need this X amount of money, but due to the circumstances I'm seeing ahead, like inflation can, coming up, everything economically, they might be afraid to take the capital loan. Um, so my question overall is how you at Edfig basically implement this into the planning to make sure that if something goes wrong, like maybe the, the seller is going to be able to pay you that back. Are you guys flexible with that? Changing basically your fees and everything so people can understand that model in more depth in terms of their risk uh, reward uh, thing. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. So um, we, 
like a huge part of our model is building in that potential of, mm. you know, delays okay. of shipment. Right. So mm -hmm. we do accommodate that. Like that's something we've just kind of built in before. Um, and so we can accommodate more risk in that sense. Um, but in terms of our pricing, it's, it's usually, so it's not interest because interest is time based. And so yeah. like if you, so if your inventory is delayed by, you know, a month or so, then you can also delay your payments and you're not mm. paying fees. And when that case, like, oh, then the interest rate would technically be lower. So it's really cost of capital, um, which is more of a fixed cost per um, funding amount. So it's between six to 10 K per every hundred K funded. And that range depends on kind of the variables I um, touched on before, like sales data, um, seasonality of your product and that sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And another, another kind of great component, um, or flexibility that we offer our sellers is that we really focus on since cash flow kind of yeah. 37 times, um, <laughs> is a huge area of our focus. Like we don't start charging you, like you don't have to start paying us back until, um, two weeks after you've actually received the inventory that we funded okay. versus a lot yeah. of other, um, a lot of other companies, you know, they give you the lump sum and, and you kind of have to start They're paying it paying back. Me back. <laughs> yeah, before yeah. you've even spent it. So yeah. the whole point is to to let you have the cash flow you need and give you the money that you need to get the products. And we know the supply chain is the way it is. Like that can be, you know, several months before you actually have that in hand. So that gives you that extra flexibility of even just a few months. Like we've had our sellers just tell us like, just those few months of not having to pay back has made such a big difference because it's, yeah, it's just like so much can happen in that time. And in terms of like needing to get funds from, you know, what they're already selling, like we don't, we don't take from what we didn't fund yet. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. Okay. That's amazing. So actually now I want to, it also divert my question to something that you also mentioned earlier, which is the hero products. So my question around this is like, when you guys provide funding solutions um, for an Amazon seller specifically, and let's say he has 10 different products, right? And maybe two of them are the hero products, which usually happens that 20, 30% of the catalog will be the one that drive the most revenue. Uh, at eight feet, let's say this client want to be a uh, start testing something new, which we advise in this current scenario, it, it shouldn't be the, the smartest thing to do specifically what is happening economically. But let's say they want to start testing and go very aggressive on their 70, 60% of the catalog that is not the one driving the most revenue. You guys make also the de decision in terms of the funding you provide at the SKU level. Or is something that you do it more at the account level, if it makes sense. Um, yeah. So, um, so it's at the product level. Like mm. we do look at individual products. Um, so we I don't see. necessarily just say like, here's a bunch of money. You have yeah, a bunch of great products. Worry. Like it's very. Yeah. So we do try to very much like align it with individual products. Like we are, um, we have funded multiple products for the same store. Like we definitely can do that. We are also kind of looking into ways that we can accommodate um, sellers who have like multiple lines as well, as well as um, in the sales analytics dashboard, we are planning on rolling out um, some just like indicators for suggestions on maybe products that are doing well, um, that aren't funded, that could have the option to be funded or things like that, where 
um, mm, kind of an additional okay. insight layer of like, okay, well, what about what about these things over here? Because they're doing well. So you have the opportunity yeah. to kind of scale that further. Um, so awesome. those a few of those kind of analytics pieces um, we'll be releasing in the free dashboard um, in the next few months as well. So... Okay. Yeah, that's great. And and this dashboard, I mean, I, I, I'm interested actually in this dashboard because I see you guys keep mentioning and also promoting it. And it, it, that's also great because I feel also most uh, capital solutions out there, uh, that's it. They give you the money and, um, and nothing else. So it would be interesting if you can give us more insight about this dashboard. So it's basically a dashboard people, uh, your clients get access to, what kind of metrics do you usually can see? What are some of the key benefits you see people keep mentioning that that's, that they love about the dashboard? Um, so yeah, so in the dashboard, kind of the main piece right now is a sales forecast. And that's something that any, anyone has access to, um, they plug their store into. So you just okay. need to sign up eightfig.co and you can just go sign up right now. Oh, that's that free. Okay, in. that's great. Yeah, let's put the link down below. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, and so some of the other pieces that we're still looking to release are just um, a little bit more of like an insight layer over the products mm -hmm. that you're already selling, as well as um, a piece I think believe is already live is um, kind of how you're benchmarking um, against yourself um, in terms of, you know, the past month, past week, past quarter, um, which, you know, is is um, a lot of that those analytics are out there, but you kind of have to aggregate them in a way that's like easy to digest. So yeah, sure. we yeah, we do that for sell the sellers and. Yeah, and we're going to be looking into other ways that we want um, to provide that value because for a lot of sellers, it's like they're they're just doing everything. <laughs> so Blind, basically, yeah. Sometimes yeah, I see that they don't have a dashboard or something. So that's yeah, to so like export that and yeah, to an Excel and make pivot tables and like it's not really realistic. Um, so we're trying to just kind of close that loop as much as possible so sellers can kind of just have that high level view um, all the time, but also, you know, that it, there's actual actions they can take off of it. Um, not just like, oh, by the way, like this number, you know, but yeah. like, what does that number mean in the context of? Um, okay. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, that's great. Now I would like to start also touching on eight feet as a service itself. So I bet a lot of people now is asking themselves, what is the criteria? How do I get involved? How long does it take to get my first funding? So can we start touching on some of that? I starting first with the criteria. What is usually the type of criteria? Like somebody listening to this episode right now, they should start hitting in terms of checkbox to, uh, before they can actually apply and have a realistic opportunity to, to be accepted into the program. Yeah. Yeah, great question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so we, our criteria is we do have a few things. It's you have to have a store for at least six months. So six months of selling data. Um, and we look for sellers who um, either are at six digits in revenue annually or they're on track for it. So that's usually like 8K in revenue a month yeah. over the past three months. Um, so yeah, and then that you need to have a physical product. So there's not okay. that many parameters. Um, it's just like that's good. you started yeah. it, you have some initial traction. Yeah, and you're ready to that's just... That's great. Yeah, the reason why I ask, always I ask these questions because I know some funding solution like there are seven eight, eight, seven figure requirement and things like that. So it's actually nice to hear that you guys are a bit lower and actually more open to help people that are just on the six uh, figure mark, which is which is great. And that there are many solutions out there. Awesome. Um, and when it comes to the the steps, how does it work? Like somebody comes to your website, 
uh, they, they connect their account, they go into an interview. Uh, how long does it usually take the, you would say, the process from the time they apply to maybe getting their first funding um, from you? Yeah, I think um, the process can usually take around like 48 hours so it can be really wow. quick. it can be yeah <laughs> it can be a few days I was expecting a week or something yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> it really just depends you know like if you if you really know what you're looking for and you're really kind of you know you you have a know of kind of your costs and yeah. what you expect then as long as you know everything looks good we kind of give that stamp approval to you pretty quickly wow. um okay. you know otherwise there could be some back and forth um like yeah. we do definitely have human involvement um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. to, to sure. overview to uh, review it but it's it's still pretty mostly diy um the whole process so we try to be as speedy as possible that's great awesome awesome okay that's very nice so yeah, I think we, we cover a lot of uh, questions and, and topics, or I would like to ask you for sure as a last question, is is there anything else you think will benefit our audience when it comes to AidFig that you think you would like to mention? Maybe something around your services, your features, something that you think will add value as well? Yeah, um, I always want to say more about AidFig. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say like, even if you feel like you are, you know, around the threshold of, of what's possible, or like what what we um, are looking for in terms of <clears throat> your eligibility, I say just just give it a world. <laughs> just yeah, go, go to our website, like you can still onboard. And even if you aren't 100% relevant right now, you could be in the next month. Um, yeah. And either way, we're, we're going to continue to re release some features for um, sellers, whether you're a client or not. So once you're in there, you still have access to um, the planning tool, the sales analytics dashboard. So I definitely say, you know, check it out. And like, you know, if you're doing something cool, like you're getting traction, <laughs> you have the motivation, like, yeah, I'm sure we can make it work. Um, so we'd love, love to, we'd love to connect. Yeah, that's amazing. So yeah, on that on that note, can you share with us where people maybe can reach out to you if they want to ask you more about AidFig? Uh, yeah, so if maybe they have any specific questions, how they can find you? Yeah. Oh yeah, you can find me at Emma at AidFig.co, C-O, not C-O-M. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and also our website, AidFig.co. Um, I also have a Twitter, but like maybe not the best place <laughs> to reach out. But I mean, our, our Twitter is, is active as well, like at AidFig, spelled That's out, amazing. and um, Instagram. And we have a TikTok. Wow. Um, so yeah, 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 getting into that. We have well. to we have to like have a more of a game plan, but we're you know throwing some stuff at the wall and good. You know, I mean it's all about testing. It's all about testing. Doing yeah. doing some dances, you know, like good, good. That's very nice. Like I, I bet every single time you get a, a new client, you do a dance on TikTok to celebrate. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of dances. <laughs> good, good, very nice. So yeah, I'm gonna make sure to put all the links in the description so people can find you. But yes, I want to thank you very much for your time and all the tips uh, given uh, to us and also giving us a, a basically a glimpse about what Edfig is about. And uh, yes, looking forward in the future to have you again to keep discussing. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for having me. This was fun. It's, it's a pleasure. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by Ecomc. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, 
We would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.com.